0: What's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Four the Love of Cinema. This is episode number 236, where tonight we're talking about Space Jam, A New Legacy, and Gunpowder Milkshake. I'm one of your hosts, Grayson Maxwell. And I'm Roger Stone. Just you and me tonight, Roger. We're flying to, there's just a the two hosts. no perma guests, Chris tonight. That's good. We're doing forty five minutes on Ted Lasso episode.
1: episode Lasso,
0: <laughs> I am so excited for Ted Lasso. Oh my goodness! I was reminded in the first fourteen seconds how much I love Ted Lasso. Oh my god, episode. it's incredible.
1: We'll talk We're, about it here in a few minutes, though.
0: So good, so good. What's going on, man? How was your week? Um, not bad,
1: not bad. Yeah, uh, the Olympics started pretty big. For, I love watching the Olympics. So what
0: what what events do you uh, do you look forward to watching?
1: You know, it's weird. Um, I'm not a real, like, elite event guy. I'd be like, oh, I have to watch every, like, swim event or
0: whatever. But, like, I like
1: to be able to flip through and be like, hell yeah, archery is on. Or, like, women's field hockey. I don't know why. I, just,
0: I like that. Yeah, just, just watching random events. Everyone likes to joke and say they like to watch curling. Yeah, I think curling's entertaining.
1: Can be. Because I'm convinced I could do curling. <laughs>
0: anyone could do curling I don't
1: don't know if it would be like Olympic but I guarantee you within like two years I'd be a pro
0: I mean yeah sure it looks like a sport you ever wonder how curling came about I bet you it involved alcohol yeah I'm sure lots of it too sure lots of it that is in where's that being held right now Uh, Tokyo Tokyo but there there's no one there's no spectators it's all televised they're very
1: it? limited in the stands yeah most yeah. events have zero spectators
0: I was watching um they had
1: skateboarding on today skateboarding is an Olympic event now you know, and Olympic they had event. like 50 people in like a 500 stand thing <laughs> that's kind of weird
0: that's a weird thing to like watch in the Olympics like nothing else but skateboarding yeah well but- I mean
1: is that's what weird. it is.
0: I wonder. I wonder how how hard it is to get like an event if you like a skateboard. Like, yo, skateboarding should be an event. I guess that's my skateboarding. I feel like all skateboarders talk like that, but yeah, that's your skateboarder impression. No. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> yeah. yeah, wow. I don't, I don't think it's how they are, but I don't think that's. I wonder how hard it is to get an event like in the Olympics.
1: Uh, I know it's pretty big deal because they added something else this year too, um, like BMX cycling or something like that. They added that's, a couple of cool. things. Yeah. That's all right. Like I said, I'll watch anything. So I
0: just like to see really talented people do cool stuff.
1: Well, I mean, that's the thing, right? Like, listen, I can swim. I can't swim like this, (laughs) you know. That's like archery. I can shoot a bow and arrow. Not like that. Not like
0: they can. (laughs) No, hell no. (laughs) Not from like six hundred yards over a loop, over a barrel, and the bullseye. These people
1: are assassins. (laughs) That's why I love, the winter. I love the Winter Olympics when they have, like, the biathlon, which is legitimately cross-country skiing and rifle shooting together. Like, that's, in- that's incredible. Like, that's secret agent spy training. I need, like- you, I need you to ski 20 kilometers, and then every so many kilometers, you stop and shoot these targets.
0: What, what else are you going to do that for? Modern people. That's it. That's super clever. Yeah, what when, when else would that come in? Like, when was that – also, how do you practice for that? Like, how do you? Yeah, you ski and you shoot things. Like, that's yeah. it. Wonder how that became an event. But yeah, those are definitely assassin in training. Maybe, maybe, maybe that's how the governments like find their assassins. They just hope so. They just Why incorporate not? it in the Olympics. Why not? bunch of Norwegian assassins, <laughs> running around the world. Oh, yeah. man, that's that's kind of cool though that people are you know do that and they do it well. That's like James Bond stuff, man. Triple X.
1: Yeah. The other thing I like to watch and most people enjoy watching is like the gymnastics. Like women's gymnastics is like hugely popular. And Oh
0: yeah, to see some of those women do what they do, it's like I could never do that in a million lifetimes, but they make well, it really easy.
1: Well and the thing like right now too is our country, you know, the United States, we have an incredible gymnastics team and we probably have the one of the what will go down as one of the greatest Olympian gymnasts of all time. So
0: Who who is know, that? Uh Simone Biles. Oh wow, nice.
1: Yeah, you know, the young lady um, from Texas, and uh, nice. yeah, she's just <laughs> incredible.
0: Go USA, go USA. That's right.
1: And I, like, God damn it, I love this country. So,
0: <laughs> yes, you as you, you crack we're super, here,
1: we're super shitty to each other. <laughs> But, man, when it comes to dominating other countries in sporting events, I'm
0: here for it. We're not too far from the purge, but – No, we're yeah, really
1: we're to garbage to each other, but we <laughs> rally behind our
0: sports. <laughs> that's right, baby. That's true, man. That is true. Man, oh, man. Olympics. You know, I, I watched, I I watched fencing today. Fencing rules. How was that? That's, that's pretty sweet. Lady from the United States won her first ever fencing medal. So, hey, I mean, look, you're a gold medal winner for fencing. You're still a gold medal winner in the Olympics. Yeah. So nothing wrong with what, that.
1: I don't care what gold medal you win. It's a gold medal no matter what. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, man. That's pretty cool. I might, I might have to check in and watch, watch some of the Olympics. Well, remember – so
1: talk about an Olympic movie real quick. Remember the movie Eddie the Eagle with uh, Hugh Jackman and Taryn Edgerton?
0: I do very vaguely, but yes.
1: So, yeah. So, I mean, his whole deal because England doesn't – or Great Britain, however they brand themselves in that movie. I think it's England then. Like they don't do a lot of winter Olympic sports – so he qualified as their ski
0: jumper. He was a qualified Olympian. You know what I mean? Awesome. So yeah,
1: that's. I think that's kind of neat.
0: If I was an Olympian, I would be like, you can't, you can't address me without saying Grayson, the the Olympian. You know, you know, like if if you've worked your whole academic life and you 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 have a doctorate, it's like, why why would you respond to anyone that doesn't doesn't refer to you as doctor? Yeah,
1: those people are kind of dicks.
0: <laughs> You're saying if you had a doctorate, you wouldn't be referred to want to be referred to as Doctor Stillian. Before you respond. I mean, to not if I'm like
1: walking up to my friends,
0: <laughs> they're, they're the ones you have to make do it the most. Yeah. Right. <laughs> All right. This is episode 236 of for the love of cinema a podcast about movies, film and cinema, which posts each and every Tuesday at 5am on Podbean, That's New York time, which then distributes to iTunes, Spotify, Google podcasts, and Amazon music. Each and every week we look at the box office curtain up releases, what streaming trailers and the movies of the week. But without further ado, let's take a look at the box office. Number one, Old, as probably surprises nobody, sixteen point five million. That's twenty three million worldwide. That's that's off to a decent start for the M Night Shyamalan I mean, film. He got the number one of the week. What else can you ask for? Exactly. Snake Eyes, following just behind with thirteen point four million domestic, seventeen point three worldwide. Those are both on the docket for next week. Black Widow still strong, eleven point six million bringing a worldwide of 314 yeah there's the there's the marvel number we're used to seeing right, right yeah there. right that's yep space jam a new legacy 9.6 million with a disappointing oh no never mind a worldwide of 93 <laughs> no it's fine <laughs> yeah it's fine. Jeez, that must be doing gangbusters somewhere else and keep in mind that that's also on hbo uh, max. hbo max oh, damn that's a good number for that movie F9 finally pushed out of top four number five 4.7 million worldwide of 600 600 million 220,000 that's good no 600 yeah 600 million I thought that movie would have hit that the week week number two but I guess I was wrong about that
1: yeah I don't yeah there's that I you're just... always wrong about
0: things I know because I'm so wildly enthusiastic about it. like oh the movie's going to open up to 7 trillion dollars opening weekend yes <laughs> that is not the case most of the time ever, or ever because that's never the case that is never the case all right so release schedule this past weekend july 23rd brought us old and snake eyes gi joe origins i kind of wish it had brought a movie called old snake eyes <coughs> instead <laughs> i have no idea what the movie would have been but sure how intrigued would you be to go watch a movie called old snake eyes
1: I mean, I watched a movie called Logan, which is Old Wolverine, and it's incredible. So
0: That's a, that a damn good swan song for that character. All right, July 30th, just next week, Jungle Cruise. Then August opens up with Suicide Squad. Then we get Don't Breathe 2, Free Guy, Respect. August 20th, Finch, Paw Patrol the movie, The Protégé and Reminiscence, which is theatrically and HBO Max, please note. And in the Ending the no ending the, the note. Ending the the month with Candyman, the remake of the horror film. And starting out September is Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Ring, that's on September 3rd, and Cinderella on Amazon. September 10th is Malignant and Queen Pins, the movie about the coupon capers we, we talked about the trailer for last week. Yeah. Ooh. So we have kind of a I don't I really hope Free Guy does good numbers in August 13th. Because I think it deserves better than that. I don't think, I don't, I mean, I don't know what to think about the Suicide Squad. Honest to God, I don't. We've already had one that didn't do well and wasn't good. I don't know. I think they're going to go
1: full on comedy in this time, and I'm okay with that too.
0: I mean, that is pretty much, that's the Marvel, you know, thing is just straight up comedy, which is fine. If it works, it works. Yeah, you know. So we have a pretty tame uh, going into September. Do you, do you think Shang Chi is going to do great, like huge numbers, like more than yes. Black more than Absolutely. Black Widow? Yes. I would have thought Black Widow would have opened a little stronger, but
1: Asian demographic, it's going to do monster numbers. I sure
0: hope, I sure hope so. For Marvel's definitely got a lot, a lot on that one. They're definitely hoping for a huge number on that one. Marvel, they have a very successful, a little film franchise you may have heard called the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Oh, never heard of it. Never. Oh, good. You know, it's 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 made a few dollars here and there. I'm always, I'm always
1: glad when we get introduced to new things that I've never heard of.
0: Yeah, it's always nice, right? All right, what's streaming this week? We're taking a look at Amazon. As always, you should definitely take a look at The Vast of Night, Sound of Metal. Those are two tens, and very deservedly so. Those are incredible. But if you decide not to and look for something else, Centurion by director Neil Marshall, Michael Fassbender, Dominic West, Olga Kurlenko. That's 2010. Roger, did you ever watch Centurion? Nope. That's a, that's an interesting uh, – the Germanic tribes uh, overtake the Roman garrison, and then it's uh, it's Roman soldiers trying to run for – make a run for where they know they have a, another garrison. It's, trying to get, uh,
1: be safe.
0: Yeah, trying to be safe. To me, that was always a, a vehicle for Michael Fassbender, but it's still an okay movie. It's actually quite – It's actually the, the fight scenes are actually quite well choreographed. And cool. – I put this one on here for Chris, but he's not here. So Alien by director Ridley Scott, Sigourney Weaver, Tom Skerritt, John Hurt, Veronica Cartwright, Harry Dean Stanton, Ian Holm, and Yafet Koto. That's 1979, the horror classic that started a lot.
1: Never heard of it.
0: Never. A small little movie you may have heard of. All right. And number three, Our Friend by director Gabrielle Cowperthwaite, Jason Segel, Casey Affleck, Dakota Johnson. That came out very recently in 2020. If you haven't seen that, I've recently watched it. It is a tearjerker, so Roger should probably it avoid it. Yes. That's a tough one to watch, man. I that will openly weep one. because I do that. Well, you and I are both movie criers. There's nothing yep. wrong with it. Nothing wrong at all. All right, Roger, I want to know what your opinion is on the Dune trailer.
1: Uh, so, the <laughs> new Dune trailer came out this week. Uh and it's incredible. The only thing you could overshadow the Dune trailer that came out was the fact that the Jackass Forever trailer also came out this week. Uh, I'm kidding, of course. Not not sort of, but not really. Um, but no, it's... God damn, it looks incredible. I'm going to really be does. so
0: disappointed if this movie stinks. Like, I somehow I, don't see it stinking. I, I don't think it. so
1: either, but like for the first time in a long time, especially since all the COVID stuff, like I'm all in for Dune. Like, well, here's this a, the movie that I wanted to watch a year ago or so when it should have came out, and
0: you man, know what, you know how many times we we we've said that on the show. I know, don't see how it can be bad, and then it's bad.
1: Yeah, it's terrible. <laughs> uh, the one real thing, and you know, I made a uh, point to bring it up to Chris and Grace when we first started discussing it on our little group text that we're on. Um, it is once again tagged as an HBO Max movie.
0: It is. You know? I was. Hashtag, I was wrong on that one. I thought for sure that that one wasn't going to be... But I don't know. I don't know. I I can't imagine any hardcore cinema fan choosing to watch this movie at home rather than in the theater. But then so, again, that's a hill I'm going to die on. So
1: I, I, I agree with you on that. Um, however, I think it would be useful for somebody like myself, who I will absolutely watch this movie in theaters. But like... After I digest it, I'll be able to go back and watch it on HBO Max for a second viewing well,
0: to that's see a, that's what a good I th-
1: may not have picked up.
0: Yeah, that's 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 the good thing. And you can, if you want to go back and like, oh, I remember that section. I want to see if I want to watch that one ten minute section again or something like that. Yeah, absolutely. So, sure.
1: And I think it's built for things like that, and, that, and that's
0: fine by me. You know, and so, I just said I'm going to die on that hill, but we just watched The Purge. Mm-hmm. Uh, I saw it in theaters, and I told you guys about those people in the back that were like yelling very bigoted things. And I've, to, to me, that's, so the first time I'm like, yeah, I could have probably done without that. Yeah. So I can see why someone would have my experience of like, you know what? Last time I went to the theater, there was some racist prick yelling some bigoted things. So I'm just going to watch it. At, well, at just home.
1: remember before we had these ever all new movies were streaming, basically, you know, we ran into this quite a bit. Be like these two dickheads ruined a whole movie for a hundred people, you know, like, That is definitely still in play as more and more things become populated again.
0: Yeah, so I can understand, I mean, even from that point of view, why someone would, even if it isn't like a, I'd rather watch it at home more time, but, you know, I don't want to, I don't want people yelling things in my movies, so I'll watch it at home. I get that. Yeah, sure. So, I mean, and you said something that, like, has stuck in my head since then. I, when I, I said I was telling that story, and you're like, you see, that's why you should be able to watch movies at home. Like, yeah, you know what, that's the first time you said that, that I kind of it amused. actually, it actually rang true. Yeah, because you have a right to go out in public and not and not, and not hear that kind of stuff.
1: Sure. Yeah, for I sure. wouldn't. I wouldn't tolerate it at a dinner. You know, if I was at a restaurant, I'd be oh, like, I've got to leave here. I can't yeah.
0: do this. Yeah, you got to get him quiet, or I have to leave. yeah uh, No, I'm super excited for the Dune trailer. It looked. You know, I always have these things in my head, like, you know me, I'm huge into like sequels and stuff, but mm-hmm. I always have in my head what I think a movie's going to be, and then I see the trailer, and it usually doesn't hit what I want, but this. This is this trailer is absolutely what a, a Denis Villeneuve Dune I think would look like. So like so far, it's accurate.
1: Let me ask you a question, um, and we'll circle back to this in October when Dune comes out. Have you ever
0: read the Dune novel? You no, know, I, ha- I have not novels. I haven't, but I've been told they're actually quite quite well written. So
1: yeah, the first one is excellent. It's iconic. Um, it is what it is. But there's a whole bunch of Dune, like it's a whole giant thing. Um. From what I understand, and I may be wrong on this, and you know, since that'll be the first time I've ever been wrong on this show, so <laughs> uh, that the first Dune book, which is by far the most popular, like that is only half, or like this movie is only half of that first book, so like they've got this built for multiple runs. So I
0: I hope so because I mean I just. Very often we don't get the right director with the right movie. It's usually yep. just some director for hire that, you know, wants a paycheck and makes a movie. But, man, I just, this is his, like, he keeps making movies that, like, he is he is well-versed to making. And I'm okay with, like, sure. as a career with, like, if you make 10 movies, if you only make 10, 10 movies, and those are 10 movies you wanted to make and have thought about since you were a kid, I'm fine with Like, that's, to me, that's a hell of a career. One's I mean, really listen, <laughs> after
1: Blade Runner 2049, I will watch anything he puts out there.
0: Yeah, and he also did the first Sicario, which is yes, yes, of also course. incredible. Yeah. You know, it's like he had like several. He every movie he will Arrival was up for Best Picture. Yep, Blade Runner was up for several Oscars. See, Arrival is mean, one of
1: those movies. If I see it on TV, I'll just end up getting sucked into it. I'll yeah, never turn it off.
0: I agree, but he's had so many. I mean, everything he's made has been up for Academy Award. Yeah. So I mean, look, he's if if there's a career right now, of some young director that you should probably watch. It's this this guy is one to keep tabs on for sure. We're all excited for Dune. That's no secret at all. Um, all right, let's talk about uh, the last duel. We'll we'll save this this, this, this the, the favorite trailer for the last. <laughs> let's talk about the last duel. What do you what do you think? So i have never heard of this movie um,
1: before, but it's got Matt Damon, um, Adam Driver. Like, where did this movie come from?
0: I don't know, but that's a hell of a cast to, to keep uh, to keep on the down low for some yeah, right. Uh, I mean, so here's the thing about that is yeah it's it's so last duel is actually scheduled for 2021, uh, which you know makes sense but it hasn't been released in the festival circuit yet either. So Matt Damon, Ben Affleck, Adam Driver, wait uh, Ben Affleck's in this movie too. Yeah, Ben Affleck, he's, uh, he's Count Pierre Dercon.
1: Oh, okay, I guess I didn't recognize him in but the trailer. But I mean, trailer. look,
0: I mean, him, him and Matt Damon have been boys forever. Yeah, so they're, they're homies.
1: Like, they're legitimately,
0: like, best friends. Uh, yeah, and I, as a note, I just watched Goodwill Hunting, which they I were... like them apples. <laughs> I got a number. Yeah, I just watched that. That's a great, that's a great movie, too. Uh, so that's... And Martin Sokas, which I love. Harriet Walther. Let's look at some other... Nathaniel Parker, Clive Russell... This has a good cast, and I I really do see it doing something great. Although the trailer was a little weird. It's pretty dark. The it trailer, is. not
1: like the overall context. It's like a very dark movie.
0: <laughs> one, oh. of those, one of those movies where you're just like, the sun never come out where they live? Like ever. <laughs> Forever. Well, I mean, if you – You know what's funny is when I was little and watched all these – because Mom would always watch these uh, BBC things about, you know – they sure. they film that. that, that their, some of their bread and butter is like, Dark. you know, <laughs> medieval gray and cloudy. I'm like, is was was every day gray and overcast in Europe? Yes. And, well, like, I mean, yeah. that's
1: Britain. <laughs> it's <That's
0: laughs> what it's like. I legitimately thought that one because like mom would just watch those on TV like they were you know on repeat. But um, when I was very young, but this see I, I like this because I I like you know and, and as as another note, I just watched you know what I just watched was Fury. I just rewatched that this week, the day okay. the and that is, that makes. I mean, look, I know that Hollywood likes to glamify, like glam- glamorize some wars, and even watching Saving Private Ryan, I don't think you get the, how down and dirty and gritty some of a major world war could have been. If, sure, if, if you watch it through Hollywood's eyes, but damn it, if if Fury doesn't really drive home how awful of a war, I mean, just. I watched like damn World War Two was dirty, and I—I I, it's not like I didn't know that. I know that, you know, I you know I, I know that. It's just sometimes I forget. But Fury makes it look very gritty, very real as to what it was. You know, I mean, and then this one, life in medieval medieval Europe must has, be terrible. It just yeah, I just it wasn't fun for a lot of people. That's <laughs> a, it's a weird way to put it. I mean, it's just. The average lifespan is, what, 30, 30, 35
1: years old? So we're looking at all these people that are over 35 years old. Be like They would all actually be dead.
0: (laughs) They would would
1: have got diarrhea and died.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, dysentery. I think it's really more dysentery. Um, So here's the the description. King Charles VI declares that Knight Jean de Coroges... I didn't say that right. Settle settle his dispute with his squire by challenging him with a duel. And this... This movie, had you seen who directed this movie? No, Ridley Scott. Really? I know, and that makes it all the more baffling why we've not seen much of it. Like you'd think that a Ridley Scott directed movie would be everywhere. Huh? Uh, I know, but I'm very interested in this um, because I mean, look, the cast, the cast has earned my, has earned my, yeah, at least peaked at my interest. Absolutely. So we're very excited for this. I, I'm super looking looking forward to it. Um, that should be in the near, in the, in the coming months, actually. And let's take a look at what Define has defined comedy in. What do you call it? Like a. a what do you, what, what do I you mean, are Jack you discussing the potential cinematic masterpiece of <laughs> Jackass Forever? I am indeed, sir. I. I would. I want to ask you one question. And I. And this week, because you know a new Jackass Forever has come out, everyone's everyone is you know on Twitter. Hashtag this is cinema, trying to be like I you know. This is movie. I mean, I don't want to go off and say this isn't cinema because Jackass, it is a movie, it is cinema. But it does good money. But who are we to say, you know, flick our thumb our elitist thumbs up at it and say, I won't be watching Jackass. Listen, there there is
1: no point in my life ever that I will be too good to watch Jackass.
0: But that's kind of my point though, because look, I mean jackass is fun and it certainly brings in revenue dollars yes so there's not there's nothing wrong with that listen you
1: don't understand how much joy it brought me to watch this trailer of just watching of i mean listen because you watch this stuff in trailer and like i will still be like in the movie they're like oh my god that's got to be terrible
0: you know and just like ugh. but it, you know fond memories of the first jackass movie i was in high school when that came out and i you know went with you know i went with my friends i, I just started working at Carmike. i was I, you know, I was like the movie guy and people would you know buy me dinner and take him to a movie and I was like, I loved it. And then like the first, do you remember? We always talk about this, we're talking about jackass, but that first stunt they do where, that, where he rents a car. I and hit a dog. And then, <laughs> and, then, and then participates in like a demolition derby and then when he takes it back to the rental car place, they're like, what the hell did you do to our car? He's like, I hit a dog. <laughs> and then he just leaves. I just thought that was, and then no, he takes the blow up doll out of the car and then leaves. Do yes. You remember that? Yes. I just, I just have so much, I have so many fond memories of watching Jackass growing up. What, what, what were they before they were Jack? What CKY? CKY. CKY. yep. Yeah. I used to have, I used to, my friends' group was, you know, they were two years older than me in school, but they just loved it. So like by, you know, by by default, default was, you began to love it. But like, there's nothing wrong with sitting around with a bunch of your friends just laughing at Jackass. There's nothing wrong with that. You know, I just, I just sometimes I just get so mad when people you know, get so elitist about what is and isn't cinema? Like, who are you to say what is not My, my whole
1: thing with Jackass, and, you know, it is what it is for people, if you go to Jackass, you know what you're getting into, right? You shouldn't be surprised.
0: That's my point, though. It's like, you're not going in there expecting cinematic greatness, but you are expecting a laugh and a good time.
1: You know what? <laughs> Jackass 2 was probably the first movie I almost threw up at when he drank, when Steve-O drank a cup of human sweat.
0: Oh my God! Like, just forget about it. Just
1: like, <laughs> like retching in my seat.
0: I'm retching right now just thinking about it. We incredible, have to not talk about that.
1: Incredible! Again. Listen, <laughs> that's a cinematic experience, folks.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I just I look forward to these movies. But here's the thing about Jackass is, so this trailer. If you watch the trailer, it's an interesting trailer because it's not really a trailer. It's just like a like a, a sizzle reel, I it's guess. Clips, but. Yeah. <laughs> I they they ask some good questions. Like it has them talking to the camera like documentary style about, you know, who thought we'd have been doing this when we were in our fifties. And then they talk about 49. Johnny Knoxville's forty nine and again they talk about how their you, you hear clips of them saying how their bodies are broken. It's, it's like
1: great. concussions aren't great. But concussions after 50 are way worse. And he goes, and Knoxville's 49, so (laughs) he's ought to be fine. And then you see him getting charged by a
0: bull. (laughs) Oh, man, takes a shot right in the butt through a bull and flipped over. I just – I'm telling you, man, I'm looking forward to it. Those guys have more – I bet you those guys have lead more interesting lives than 99 out of every 100 people on the planet.
1: Man, just the punishment that they put into for my joy—that's how look at yeah. it. Yeah. They did all of this just for me, just for Roger. And I like, listen, thank you,
0: thank you, Knoxville, Dr- <laughs> so much. Yeah, that's um, mm. who's the one that's not alive anymore? Who's that? Bam Majera uh, not I, alive? Yeah, Ryan Dunn. Bam Majera is the
1: one that they fired during the filming of this one. They said he's not allowed back ever.
0: What happened? I, I didn't hear anything about that. Oh
1: yeah, like I guess he was just just being a terrible human being so they kicked him out and so he could never come back
0: because like yep. that was kind of their mo for a while just being stupid assholes yep interesting that they got rid of bam i'm surprised i hope his name is enough to carry him because i don't think he's gonna be any other thing but all right we're excited those are three trailers i'm legitimately excited for it doesn't often yeah, I feel weird that i haven't seen anything about it. i've never heard of the
1: last duel before it's just that was a surprise trailer for me. Maybe it was one
0: of those movies that was held because of COVID, and then they're like, well, we've got to get it out there, so now is the time. But with you know his name behind it, Scott's name, you'd think that there would have been a bigger fall. I mean, Matt Damon and Adam Driver, too. I mean, come on now. Let's talk about one of the best shows ever produced for television, mm-hmm. episode one of season two of Ted Lasso. Mr. Theodore Lasso? Mm. Man. I was talking about Roy Kent and the crew back again. Well, the Roy Kent's not, but he's back in the show, but he's not. He's coaching – he called a bunch of nine-year-olds. What did he call them, nine-year-old girls? Little pricks. <laughs> little pricks. That was my then, favorite. So my favorite part of that whole interaction was
1: when the mom comes up to him after the pep talk, and she's like, you can't call them little pricks even when they're being little pricks.
0: Yeah, that was great. Actually, <laughs> my favorite moment was right before that when he's when he's like – he's like sarah's mom brought orange slices don't eat the peels you animals i like that too. (laughs) so this has so ted lasso is back it kind of opens weird i don't the dog thing was very weird to me so
1: but here's the thing i think that was an incredible start to the move or the show though right
0: i think so so here here's the backstory in ted Lasso.
1: So they have been relegated down to the, the english championship league um the top top two teams get sent back up to the premier league the third place team goes in the third fourth fifth and sixth place team all end up in a little mini tournament to get relegated or to go back up so you got to be in top 6 to at least go along so they're seven games in they haven't lost any but they haven't won any games they have seven consecutive draws right so they take a penalty in extra time and you know Mr. Football is life Daniel Rojas you know our, our striker extraordinaire... And Football run, is life. runs right up and boots it, and they have the little greyhound mascot Earl jumps to chase a pigeon, runs right across the goal mouth, and Danny just wham!
0: <laughs> <laughs> ah, poor Danny dog
1: the dog, and the penalty didn't go in.
0: <laughs> and that's how the show started. Which so. is which is interesting because I mean, if you think about it, so he goes over, so he Ted Lasso goes to coach. First of all, he's never coached. Soccer, Soccer, well, football. football. He's never coached that before, and he came coaching football. He knows mm-hmm. nothing about it, and of course, as season one unfolds, you learn that he he, he was hired because the owner of the team wanted to, to tank the team. Wants to tank the team because her ex husband is divorced from her now, and apparently was sleeping with all these young women when, when they were married, and he just now she wants to see the team be in. But so, so something happened which is what will happen to you when you watch it. Ted Lasso you will fall in love with Theodore Lasso. Will absolutely. Ted Lasso will creep his way into your heart. And then here, there he will sit. And yeah. this is what I think is. So they were on top and it's the whole dog thing was a great way to like, kind of knock them down a few pegs to start the season. So they can go back up again, mm-hmm. because if that had gone in, they would have won that game or we're have been a tie. Because yeah. the, the the whole thing was the joke about the ties. Yeah, it was a tie. So, but if that had gone in, they would have won. So it's a good way yeah. to like. They're still the underdogs, but this show only works when they're the underdogs because Ted yeah. Lasso. You know, that's the whole thing is. But if you haven't, there's been a couple of there's a couple of articles about Ted Lasso from major publications. You can find them if you if you Google it about Ted Lasso. The season one was incredible, and somehow this episode is already better than the best of season one. I don't know about
1: that. Like, that's, that's a bold statement. I mean, because legitimately, Ted Lasso during last season, like, legitimately brought tears to my eyes. A few, um, a f-
0: a few times.
1: Yeah. Um, just because, like, it legitimately is touching. Um, the show is so good. It's, it's hard to put into words about how, like, the show will make you feel. Like, it makes me happy. you know what i mean because like listen it's it's an r-rated show about soccer in england and it's so well done so so well done um i can't i can't talk about how how great it is it's you have to watch it i mean you'll get introduced probably the greatest person ever in roy kent and listen roy kent retired in between season one and season two obviously and now he's coaching nine year olds, and he ends up on a double date with his girlfriend Keely, and you know, um, played by Juno Temple. Yep, Juno <laughs> Temple and the owner, the owner of Richmond AFC, and her new boyfriend. And Roy is just drinking his way through it. And how about like the like the whole thing he has, the whole like sixty seconds he just goes off after that
0: date about love, but and they about how it sh- how it should make you feel? That's incredible. It is incredible, but it's what he says to her about the guy's fine yeah, yeah. You, you, he's, you like, fine. he's like he's
1: like ah, oh, shit he's like you you should never set over five.
0: <laughs> you deserve more than fine like it's a good that's how roy kent compliments people and it's it's yeah. wonderful you know it's just oh man i have nothing but the highest hopes for ted lasso season two and yep. I, I hope this continues for at least six to seven eight nine ten i want months. a thousand
1: years of ted lasso <laughs>
0: Oh man, so good. I am so, I was so happy when I saw the episode today. That that made my that made my entire weekend better. Yeah. I thought about happy. watching
1: it again before the show, but then I would just only talk about Ted Lasso today.
0: <laughs> 45 minutes on Ted Lasso. Alright. 45 talk- minutes on a 36 minute show. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's talk about the Netflix original film, Gunpowder Milkshake. Alright. Again, one of the baffling movies to me. So okay, so Gunpowder Milkshake. Uh, It came out very recently directed by Nevot. I'm going to, I'm sorry. I'm going to butcher this name. Papa Sorry if I butchered it. Karen Gillan, Lena Headey, Carla Guziano, Michelle Yeo, Joanna Robin, Paul Giamatti, Ralph Innocent, who I love from the nineties. Roger, why don't you tell us what gunpowder milkshake is all about? So gunpowder milkshake is a
1: gun story. Um, It's, I don't want to say John Wick clone, but it definitely is that. It is a very John Wick-like movie that stars a bunch of ladies um, with basically their own little John Wick clique. Instead of the Continental, they have the library and the diner, and they have people that kit them out, and uh, some weird, crazy turn of events lead to a child being drug along into things, and that's really it. And a lot of people get shot in the face.
0: So There's lots of shooting in faces and... Stabbing with knives and stabbing with uh, guns with knives on the end, <laughs> blunt objects. Yeah, you know. Actually, just speaking of that, I just listened to our episode on Guns Akimbo. I want to go watch that again. Guns Akimbo is a fun, crazy movie with, with with Harry Potter in a very yeah. different role, Daniel Radcliffe. But yeah, so Gunpowder Milkshake. Um, here's the thing about John Wick is that we say it's a John Wick clone, and you keep and you can't argue that because because it, it is. It is. I mean just for the one instance that in order to go into the diner where all these deals are made you have, you have to surrender weapons and, and there are and there are rules which you do not break except they are broken twice but but i mean everyone knows you don't break the rules so i mean that's that's all the evidence you need to know it's a John Wick clone i mean and you know the the choreography is very similar it, it is trying to bank off of the John Wick popularity for sure sure and we have I'm not sure. So, Karen Gillan, I'm I'm happy to see her outside of the Marvel universe. Well, I mean, she's got the Jumanji as well. Well, I, I outside of those two, but those those are her big things. The Jumanji yeah. and the. It's nice to hear doing other things. It's nice to see Cersei Lannister again <laughs> outside yeah. of Game of Thrones. First time I saw her, I just got this feeling of oh my god, I hate that woman because she's Cersei Lannister. But Lena is a fine actress. Not nothing wrong. She's 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 got the Cersei Lannister stigma on her though. So there's that, and she was crushed by an entire castle. So. Yeah. Spo- spoilers for what is the most disappointing ending of any show ever? That mm. one. All right. Who did you? So Great. we have we have several generations of women here. We have Karen Gillan as Sam, and her mother is Scarlett Lena Headey. Mm-hmm. They are hit. Well, they are very trained. What hit women assassins? I don't know. What assassins. Right. Assassins. Say. Um, they are very good at what they do. Lena Headey is a little better. She's been doing it longer. I actually kind of didn't like. I I liked and I didn't like how it opened with the young girl at the diner being left because of I, I don't like it when a character just leaves and explains it fifteen years later I, I I just we just had that in the well we never night. got an
1: actual explanation for this either like
0: well we did <laughs> we 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 well we didn't but we did is as, as I mean as she comes she,
1: back we never found out really why she left.
0: Well, so. she left because the guy she killed. She had to leave, or she. Yeah, no, I get that, but yeah, they don't place. really,
1: they don't really come back to that. So it is, it is
0: what it is. Well, it is what it is. I mean, she says she doesn't want to put her daughter in any more danger, but like the whole thing about that is, everyone already knows that's her daughter. So anyone who's looking for vengeance is going to go after her daughter. <laughs> so I mean, what is done is done. Yeah. But, are, yeah, but Carla Gugiano, um, Lena Headey, Michelle—these are women that have proven their chops again and again, and they are. I love, I love these warrior women in this movie. Sure. I think they're great. I love the fact that Michelle um, Florence uses the chain. Yes, to just dominate these killing people with
1: chains is awesome.
0: Always. I loved it. I loved every second of that. I loved the one I loved the most with Carlo Guziano is Madeline, who she was the she was one of the. I, I love how they call them librarians also. Mm-hmm. So they're they're kind of like the keepers of this world. Like they 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 keep the peace of this assassin world. Yeah, which I kind of really enjoyed. Um, and here's where a movie like this kind of gets off kilter is... Was there an explanation for any of this besides... No. Besides, no, it's just a thing. Yeah, that's my thing. They introduced the firm as you know an assassin organization that decides who gets hit and when. The, the librarians kind of act as intermediaries. Uh, Giamatti's character as Nathan, he raises Sam after she's abandoned in the diner by her mom. Mm-hmm. We've already mentioned that. And again, but none of this is really... Outside of the story that we get, that little tiny bookend of this, or the, the bookend of the story that we get, the fifteen years and the fifteen years later, that's yep. all we understand of anything in this universe.
1: Yep, pretty much. They don't,
0: they don't explain anything. Nope. Which I, I don't know how I like that that kind of guerrilla filmmaking, guerrilla writing. i I'm, I'm just to me, it's very lazy.
1: I I don't know if it's lazy, but like in some scenarios, like John Wick, especially. You don't get all the explanation at first, but they do circle around to explaining most of it throughout the movie, where this movie does not really do that. Um, to say, you don't have to explain in detail every little bit right off the bat be like, well, so-and-so does this, and then that, and then this, but like, you can drop hints and let the audience figure it out.
0: You can do that. Absolutely. Oh, I have forgot to mention Angela Bassett. I'm sorry. I completely yeah, didn't say awesome her name. She's, she's the she's, third librarian. Yeah, she's great too, though. Angela Bassett is one of the librarians. She's the head librarian, actually. So she is the the leader of them. Um, I kind of don't like how nothing is explained, but but is it really a problem for this movie as far as like in the scope of what's going on? Is it a problem for Gunpowder Milkshake? No, because Gunpowder
1: Milkshake has its own problems that are worse than that. (laughs) Um, The problem I have with Gunpowder Milkshake, and I just might as well go and elaborate, is listen, there's decent gunplay in this movie. I enjoyed it. Um, however the actual story behind it is
0: pretty weak there's almost no story what's yeah it's
1: just action scene two minutes action scene and sometimes that's great but like this movie needs some more explaining and they don't really do it now i will be as brutally honest as i can with this if you just want to see a movie and watch people shoot up the room this movie's great for you if you want a shoot 'em up movie that has some sort of cohesive storyline, this is not that thing. No, it's not. Because um, yeah, I was excited for something like Gunpowder Milkshake because I do love John Wick and I do love like um, Atomic Blonde and a couple of those other type of movies. Like those are incredibly well done movies, and this movie is at best a knockoff clone of that, and it has some of the good stuff and all of the bad.
0: So <laughs> that's a good way to put it right there. As you nailed yeah. it. Somebody it's has got the, good, all the bad. good
1: and all bad. It, that's exactly how I mean it. Um, it's not that I won't ever watch this movie again, but honestly, it's kind of it for me. Um, I don't care if they make a second gunpowder milkshake, and I'm sure that they will. Like, I don't... I'm not asking for more of this. You understand what I mean there?
0: I am 100%. Because, like, listen, either.
1: this definitely looks like they're setting up for more gunpowder milkshake. Um Unless something gets way better in it, I'm not. Like, it's not really my thing. Um, I just they didn't do enough good to make me care about this movie more than just watching people get shot. It
0: well, see, here's the, here's the, the 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 one thing working way in its favor is the fact that it's on Netflix. And if yeah, you, absolutely. If you, if you if you if you have 90 minutes, it's not a bad way to spend it. If you're eating dinner and going to bed, whatever you're doing. But I mean, if this was this would be a lot worse received if it was theatrical. I think. Well, I mean, the,
1: good, the good point about this movie is it doesn't require any brain work.
0: <laughs> it really doesn't because not only does it not require brain work, but there's no reason to get your brain involved because there's no story here. It's yeah, they're ultimate. not going to
1: tell you anything anyway.
0: I mean they, 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 they let you know what the library is. They let you know what the firm is and they tell you a few rules and that's pretty much it. That's it. You know, I mean I guess I can appreciate that in a way that's like at least it's simple. At least it doesn't require me to like pay attention a whole lot. True. And I mean, yeah, gun, you don't have to worry about that. The gunplay and the choreography is still pretty good. I mean, it's... I mean, listen, that's the strong point. But here's the thing.
1: You can't have a movie that's this weak in story elements and not have decent gunplay. Because if you don't,
0: this movie's unwatchable. So about all the story you get is... So she's abandoned by her mother, which we've already mentioned now twice. Right. And she's raised by Nathan at the firm as an assassin. Yep. She's given a target to go kill him. Yep. Unfortunately, she doesn't kill him as soon as she walks in the door and she gets embroiled in this whole. I say unfortunately because if she had, none of this would have happened. She Nope, just, story's you know, over. She goes home, goes <laughs> to bed. <laughs> <laughs> goes home, goes to bed. And but he the guy's phone rings and she shoots him when she, he goes to answer it. Turns out it's his daughter, he stole money, Nap. blah blah blah. He he can, stole and now her. and now of course she's drawn into this whole plot and uh, but of course there, like like you said there's no movie if that doesn't happen. No. So, no. but that's pretty much all the story you get. And then it's—I actually thought it was—I actually did like when she comes clean about killing her the little girl's father. Yeah, I was like she
1: doesn't lie to her.
0: But that's and okay. I like that, and the, and that is the girl from My Spy too. So she's it actually is. she's actually pretty good. I mean, she's a pretty good young young actress. Yep, she's fine. She definitely has uh, some room to grow, but she's pretty good at how old she is. I the th- the, the whole thing with the whole I don't. Things I don't like in these, in these assassin movies, which are, are just things that are just, I I can take. Things and now you can you can grill me all you want about the whole saying this one negative thing about John Wick, but even though it's some of that gunplay is is literally like watching an opera or like a, a river flow, It's just it's so soothing and all that is so unrealistic. Oh yes, of course. I mean that. It's, it's like a well choreographed dance that I mean all the all the henchmen know where the bullets are gonna go and they you know the ones that get shot have to lean into it. I get that. But the 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 whole scene with the little girl driving on her lap I actually enjoyed that. I thought that was just the dumbest thing. I understand because her arms she couldn't use her yeah. arms or her hands still. But I mean man, that I just thought that was so I don't know. I mean, out of out of a movie that had a whole bunch of things that were unrealistic, that was the most unrealistic Sure. Point. I mean, yeah, I won't
1: argue with you on that. Yeah. Um, the one thing that I do want to mention about this movie, too, is we talk a lot about realism in these shoot 'em up movies, obviously, like with John Wick. John Wick takes an incredible amount of damage throughout his three films. Now, listen, um, what's her name in this movie? Karen Gillians? Sam. Sam. Sam takes some damage. She gets beat up a little bit, ends up with her arms, you know, basically paralyzed she can't use them and whatever um but she doesn't really take a whole lot of overall like painful damage right nothing you know not like john taking a bunch of bullets to his vest and all that fun stuff right
0: um john does take quite a bit of damage you're right no bad guy can shoot worth a
1: damn in this movie right
0: but that's these movies don't exist without those kind of henchmen though.
1: Well I think, well, sure, but not everybody needs to be the terrible henchman. <laughs> that's true. You know what I mean? Like there's only one guy that's competent in the whole group of assassins that come after them. And it's the guy that ends up uh killing or shooting the one killing the one uh librarian. And I don't man, I don't know. It
0: just is what it is. But that's the whole thing with I mean, you don't Same with John Wick though, is John Wick is he he does take an incredible amount of damage and there's a lot of guys shooting at him, but I mean you can only you only get lucky so many times with bad shots. One of those yeah. bullets is gonna catch you in a place where you can't recover from, it's gonna slow you down, and then you're just dead. Sure. So but I mean, that we always talk about with John Wick how that kind of became its own genre: the John Wick movies and the Atomic it Blonde. Did. And you know, there's in that genre you kind it of redefined to, a shoot 'em up. It, it did redefine, which which badly needed redefining. Yes, you know, I mean, much like Scream redefined the slashers, the shoot 'em ups were getting ridiculous and needed redefined.
1: Changed it for the better. Hopefully, and,
0: no, definitely. John Wick brought wonderful oh, things, yes, <laughs> wonderful changes. Which I mean inspired you know Atomic Blonde and all these other you know assassin movies female or male I don't care I just I love watching great assassin movies sure um, there's not really much else here though as far as as far yeah. as like meaty content though like, yeah the, the real movie.
1: issue with this movie is it's just weak it's just weak story and, and it really brings it down
0: and one thing I want to say before we move to score it is I don't know how. Karen Gillan is fine. She's a fine actress. There's nothing wrong with Karen Gillan. I don't think she's tremendous yet. I don't think she's anything. I don't think she's bad. or, or She's even, fine. Yeah, she's not even average or bad. She's she's, she's, she's good. I don't, I'm not sure if she really landed some of the what little emotion she had to convey. I'm not sure she did it. I'm not you think, sure. You think Gunpowder Milkshake was outside of her emotional range? I'm saying some of the at least at least one of those scenes required it, and she didn't really sell me. And I want I'm one of those guys fair. that's really kind of kind to that and, and and give people the benefit of the doubt when they shouldn't get yeah. it. No, you're 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 probably right. Like
1: it's again though, maybe she didn't care about the
0: script either. I mean, it's possible it could have been a contract thing for her. I could, but I can imagine making something like this must be a lot of fun.
1: Oh, I'm sure it is, or really painstaking because.
0: Things like this, you tend to take uh, extra scrapes and bumps if
1: you're trying to do any of your own action stuff. So, you
0: know, yeah. no, I totally understand that. And I, I want to talk about the the villain, Ralph Innocent. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's Jim McAllister. I, I love this guy from. I, he was one of my favorite actors from the '90s. He was in First Night. I love that guy. I did you think he was menacing in the end? Did you think he was no like as menacing as they built him up to be? No, not even close. No, like, it's, it's super strange to me that that was the way they chose to go with that character. But, yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm I mean, but the here, got to so. that point, it didn't matter anymore. Although I did like that slow shot that went through the dial; like it panned from left to right, and you got yeah, to see that all was the cool. that was see cool. all the carnage taking place in slow mo. I, I, I did like that. I'll, I'll be honest. That much I did like. But if we're gonna move, okay, so let's move to score this. This then, uh, I'll
1: go ahead and go first. Uh, this movie's basically forgettable for me. Um, it's got some good, mostly bad. But, I mean, this is like a four. Um, it's below average to me. If you like movies like John Wick, Atomic Blonde. Um, what's the other one? It uh, doesn't even matter anymore. Um, this is just in the middle of the road, slightly below that. It's, it just didn't really – I expected better, and I get disappointed when I expect things from movies, and I know better than to do that. So, um, yeah, I think
0: four is about right. Yeah, I mean, our motto is I just hope it doesn't suck. Yeah, it doesn't
1: suck, but listen, it's not that it's farther away from being good than it is from
0: sucking. Yeah. Uh, I was going to give it a four also. Uh, I can't recommend this to anyone except the crowd that likes this genre of movie. You know, five means we can recommend it to anyone if they're just, hey, what's a movie I can watch? Five is that movie, but this is not because someone who doesn't like shoot 'em ups won't that's it you've got nothing else after if you don't like shooting up, this movie has nothing else to offer you yeah come <laughs> looking
1: for story this ain't it
0: it's <laughs> definitely not it so i mean yeah I, I think a four is unfortunately where it sits and i i, I hate giving out anything less than a five I, I i hate it because movies i just sometimes they can be long they can take so long to make and there's so many things that go wrong with them but the final product unfortunately is what we judge the movie by absolutely and so a four is where this one sits and i think i was being Honestly, I think we were being generous with a four. I have uh, to be no, i have no, to be no, honest no. about that. I don't know.
1: I'll stand by my four. I'm okay with it.
0: No, I mean, I've, four is what I gave it. So, all right, then. Let's talk about the movie of the week, years and years in the making, <laughs> Space Jam, A New Legacy. Roger, why don't you take, well, it shouldn't take you more than 10 seconds.
1: Uh, this Space is the second Space Jam movie fans
0: and i'm gonna give this one and i'm kidding (laughs) we're gonna go ahead and break this (laughs) this is replacing of course michael jordan an incredibly iconic basketball player with another incredibly iconic basketball player lebron james
1: so uh before we really dig into space jam as for as much as we're going to dig into space jam i do want to talk or space jam new like i said i do want to talk about the original space jam for just a second of course yeah so Um, I'm going to be the guy that looks back on movies from my childhood, teen years, and I'm going to beat one up a little bit. Um, so the original Space Jam movie, I watched it recently in preparation for this movie. It's pretty bad. Um, and it, I don't know why it sticks out in my mind is like, oh, I
0: love Space Jam, I don't think I do. (laughs) Um, Well, 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 Face Jam was 96. How old were you in 96? 96, I was 14. But, I mean, you're still in that Michael Jordan's the best thing ever. I mean, listen, he was the best player in the
1: world. Um, That was during his retirement uh, when he was a baseball player.
0: But you ninety 14, 94. You're...
1: I was born – ninety. you said 96, right?
0: I'm sorry, 96. I was – Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was, 11, I was thinking 94. Yeah, I was like you're, nine. You were, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you're an idiot. Um, <laughs> we all know this.
1: Yeah, I know how old I was in 1996. Thank you.
0: Um,
1: the the thing is, is like watching it again, like it's really not good. Um, it just sticks out because it was Michael Jordan and Bugs Bunny and it was like, oh, it's so funny. Some of those jokes are awful.
0: <laughs> I also I also I also watched this on Tuesday night in preparation for, What did you think? I I mean here's the thing about Space Jam is we remember it so fondly because we were young. And I I, yes. I, I get why someone, you know, a decade older than us would be like, "Why did you guys that movie was shit?" I get that. No. That's why I remember so many 90s movies so so more, so much more fondly than most people remember them. That's yeah. when I was a kid. That's when I was young. Um, in in early 2000s when I was like a you know, adolescent, I get that. However, Space Jam ninety six had several advantages over this movie too, as if as in I think Michael Jordan outclasses LeBron James. He out acts him.
1: Which out, is weird.
0: Out acts and outclasses LeBron James, I think. And just there's there's nothing wrong with LeBron James in this Space Jam. I don't have that, that's the thing is like I don't have any, except that you can tell that LeBron James is not an actor. No, I Listen, Michael and and Michael
1: Jordan, you're talking about Michael Jordan, he's not an actor either, but Michael Jordan comes off as like more believable. Not believable. That's not the right word here. More, more likable? Likeable.
0: likeable? Yeah, well, likable is probably the right word. Yeah,
1: more likable than LeBron does in this movie. Um, and I do want to premise it, and I mentioned it to Grayson before. Um, we've seen LeBron James act before. Um, he's in the Amy Schumer, Bill Hader comedy train wreck, which I actually find pretty funny. Um, and I actually like LeBron's character in that movie. This ain't it either. It's just he's like he's trying to carry something, and the script doesn't help him. One, the script is just asinine and off the wall, much like the original Space Jam. Honestly,
0: um, but like, there's so much going on in this movie, man. Now, hold on, this movie is takes asinine and off the wall to a yes. whole different, yes. a, whole, a whole different height. Because at least the first one wasn't. A complete, comprehensive review of was it Warner, what Warner Brothers has done for the last yes Warner years. Brothers
1: cinema filmography.
0: That part, I guess, I didn't. I mean, I, I guess you know, one, I did learn something today. What Would you learn that LeBron James is a Hufflepuff? Oh, is he, is he a Hufflepuff? He's a Hufflepuff. He got sorted into Hufflepuff. I'm, I'm a Hufflepuff. I'm no, crazy. and I love. He goes. I always knew. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I always didn't think that was clever. I was so mad the day I, the day I took the test on Pottermore was Hufflepuff. I was I was working on Manhunt in um Pittsburgh 2019. I was so mad. I was like, "Hufflepuff? Hold what hold the on. Hufflepuff. Where where did you think you were going to get sorted? Look, we all want to be Gryffindor, right? No, we don't. What do you want to be? Dude, I got sorted as of Slytherin." Oh, um, you of course were Slytherin. Oh, uh, no. yeah, you want to know what Patronus is? What's your Patronus? It's a goddamn snake. Um get out. You're you're the Voldemort himself. Gee, no, little. no.
1: Hold on. Very powerful people go. Bunch of powerful wizards came out of Slytherin. Not also, all of them were bad.
0: Most n- of them. No, 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 no. Not all. Not, not all. Ba- not all Slytherins were bad wizards. Nope. but all bad wizards were Slytherin. Sure, that's fine. That's what. That's what Hermione points out time and time again. Anyway, so I. You know, I. That's a little funny. Aside that, I'm, I, actually, that's that's. I would never have guessed anything but Slytherin for you. One day we're gonna
1: go. You would never have guessed that.
0: <laughs> no, no. I would never have guessed anything other than Slytherin. Oh, yeah. Sure. Like you're 100% Slytherin.
1: One day I will go to Universal, and I'll get my little wand, and yeah. I'm all a, right. You know, that's fair. I'm that's a dork.
0: Fair. I'll tell you what. When you go to Universal, you, I'll buy yours if you if you just pick mine up for me. Fair enough. Okay. Um, all right. So I guess I, I kind of – the movie lover in me did like how we got – you know, I, I mean Casablanca was even one of the ones that showed off. Sure. I mean we're, 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 we're talking like in the length of this movie, which wasn't – how long was this movie?
1: It's it's almost two hours, which is an embarrassment.
0: It's it's one hour and fifty five minutes. So in the theater, it was two and a half. But so in those in those one hour fifty five minutes, they shoved. Like, I mean, honest to God, like dozens, there's a, there's a bunch
1: of movie references. There's
0: dozens and dozens and dozens, and I'm I'm talking I mean, probably sixty or seventy movie references. I mean, but you see like. Ten of them go by in, like, a span of seven seconds.
1: Well, and then they, there's more of them sprinkled into the crowd during the basketball game.
0: Yeah, oh, tons of them. I mean, we're like, talking yeah, – Like, the Night King things. is there watching the game. Which they show uh, you over and over again. Yeah. And uh, did you did you notice the clown Pennywise? Of course I know there? that. there, yeah. yeah. It's just like, come on, man. Like, this is weird. It just – at least the first one didn't – it referenced a couple of popular movies at the time, but it didn't – that's why, again, why I, I, I have to give – the point to ninety-six Space Jam because it didn't just reference every movie that Warner Bros. had done. Uh, The one thing I appreciated about this um,
1: movie was about how many times they referenced the original Space Jam movie. He's like, we have to play basketball to save the universe? You guys, this feels really familiar. Yeah, of
0: course. course. (laughs) But, like, I
1: mean, they do it, like, six or seven times, and I, I actually appreciated
0: that. So... I don't so, so in this, in this, I have a question for you. I, I guess it's the same like question I have with a lot of these things made into you know sequels or like toys made in the game. Like, to, so in Transformers, no one in the eighties, the Transformers didn't didn't exist in that universe. So, in but in this universe, in an, a, a New Legacy, the original Space Jam movie never existed. So, in the history leading up to Michael Jordan was huge. Then, then LeBron James came two two decades later, but. But Michael Jordan in that universe didn't become a, also act in a movie Space Jam because they, they would have all known what Space Jam was.
1: You think Michael Jordan didn't do a documentary about the time he was abducted by cartoons and Bill
0: Murray saved them? No, but I'm you talking know? in this in the Space Jam New, New Legacy universe that they exist in. That you know LeBron is married to that woman has those kids. Space Jam movie never existed, right? Because they I mean, must they would have been. instantly known what they would have instantly known what was going on. It must I, I, have. <laughs> I actually wanted them to acknowledge. Oh, this is you know, you know. we should be Michael Jordan. I wanted them to acknowledge it. And on that same token, I I really dug. You know, you and I were talking before this how they did introduce Michael. Michael Jordan, Jordan shows up. <laughs> Michael B. Jordan walks in. <laughs> he's like, oh, well, what's up?" Yeah, I, like, I don't think I'm supposed to be here. I was just looking around on my phone and got sucked in here. And much like the original Space Jam, there's no nod to like after they go in the hole that Wayne Knight digs. Mm-hmm. There, there's no mention of how like how anyone gets there or gets back.
1: Well, in this movie though, remember their phones sucked them in when they would click to watch LeBron versus Dom. Uh, I mean, let's talk about the story for a second here. So the real part of this story is how they end up playing for Space Jam is. LeBron's youngest son Dom uh, is creating a basketball video game similar, to like NBA Jam ish, with like power ups and all this stuff. And it ends up going. LeBron gets called in for a meeting with Warner Brothers because this this rogue AI played by Don Cheadle sends him, you know, his email to bring him in. And they ends up basically getting abducted after that. So uh, that's the real short version of that story. But they end up playing this basketball game that Dom designed, and they, there's current NBA players and current WNBA players that end up on the team, much like, you know, the original Monstars or whatever. They're called Goon Squad this time. Yeah, um,
0: the Toons. The they were called the Goon Squad, but they were referred to as Monstars in Space Jam, I think. Monstars, yeah. But it was the, the Goons part. versus the Toons was, like, one of the posters, yeah. Yeah. So I I get it. I just there, – there's something – I I can't quite put my finger on it. I've been trying to, like, think about it all week about, like, why Space Jam in 96 is like, that's just, that's a 90s movie that like, it just was fine. But this to but me is I think the thing with this good. is,
1: is it's like, we've seen this before. This movie right? is a, a carbon Obviously, copy of Space Jam. Yeah. Obviously, it's a little bit different, tweaked a little bit with the family and the kids or whatever. But do we need a remake of Space Jam?
0: <laughs> well, no, like, I would argue thing- that's... I I would argue not remaking Space Jam or at least for so long is what made it kind of special still. Yeah. It was I mean, just it was a one off movie in the nineties that kids loved. It's been what, twenty five years since that, yeah. so maybe
1: it's different, but it's just I
0: after and, watching this movie, the only thing I can think of
1: is why.
0: <laughs> and I, I I have to I have to assume that Michael Jordan, um Bill Murray, Wayne Knight is Wayne Knight still alive? No, as far as I know. Okay, as far as I know, all three of them are so lot. So I, I have to assume that they were all approached about this. You I mean, you'd think, right? I mean, well, you think that. I'm you know. assuming
1: Michael Jordan was just like, hard pass. <laughs> I, mean, um, I don't know why
0: he would have like Bill hardball. Murray. Like I expected to see Bill Murray in this movie. I did, honestly. Because like a Bill um, Murray, a Bill Murray cameo and something like this that he, that he could just do one day, funny, get out was like, yeah. that's that's Bill Murray's thing. Like even if he's just in the crowd at the basketball game. Because They all, all three of them should have been, or at least Bill Murray and Michael Jordan should have absolutely been in the crowd at the basketball game. Yeah. So I have to think that if they're approached, they said no, and if they're said no. Was it just because the script was stupid or awful? I mean Who knows? I mean, this is like Michael Jordan's one well, like thing. I don't wanna I don't wanna be
1: the guy that digs in the psyche of Michael Jordan, but if you ever watch the the big documentary about the, the Bulls championship teams called The Last Dance.
0: Yeah, that's Michael actually Jordan, that's actually really yeah, great. It's incredible. But Michael Jordan
1: is a petty man. <laughs>
0: Is he really? What, I I, don't, I guess I don't remember him being petty. he holds page.
1: grudges. <laughs> no, maybe that's it. He hates people, which is fine. Listen, I want my athletes to be dicks and destroyers. Like, that's what I want. Um, but I guarantee you it was like hard pass. No, Space Jam is my thing, and LeBron has no business doing it. So, yeah.
0: Interesting. That's something I can – I mean, again, I think – well, now that you <laughs> told me that, he's probably not classier than LeBron James. But, I mean, I think Michael Jordan, well, no, is a superstar. I, is in the movie, yeah. Yeah.
1: Um but the the whole problem with Space Jam is even if you have kids, I don't think they care about this movie. <laughs> and my kid had no desire to watch it. None. I just kind of watched this movie by myself. Um I did not go to the movie theater to see it. It was not uh, mandatory theater viewing for me. <laughs> well, so. I
0: did. There were there wasn't many people in my in my viewing, so um, I, I mean the, but it did 93 million dollars opening weekend that's but that's hey that's, that's worldwide. worldwide i, need, I yeah, need to be specific worldwide. but i mean that's good i'm glad it
1: is making money just because i want all movies to make money right now I it's agree. just for
0: me it's just not good <laughs> well it was it like, was there, kind there's of nothing waste.
1: about this movie i'll be like dude you gotta check out the new space gym because of this scene i'm not gonna do that
0: well no because there there is i mean it was I but I very much wanted to, and I mean, it's just it's a shame because I didn't. I hate when we score this the theatrical movie lower, and I don't want to score it yet, but we will get there. I, I hate when we score the theatrical movie of the week lower than the spoiler. Yeah, but I mean, it's just it just this movie. I you know, I heard early on that man, this movie is really bad. Like, how could possibly how could it be worse than ninety six? Like, ninety six is still like a. I if if I were scoring ninety six, I would give it a straight five or six, maybe. Like it just,
1: it just um, ex- after ex- after rewatching it, it's probably a five at best.
0: Well, I mean, it's still, but this is a new legacy is points lower. I mean, we're talking oh, points yeah. lower than a five. I mean, I'm not gonna. But I have two more things I want to talk about. But all right, fire away at them, man. So okay. I guess I
1: ain't got much. This so not-
0: we go back to 1998 and and in Akron. Sure, now, I don't know. Again, I'm not a two things I'm not is and we cover a lot of in this podcast is sports movies and. You know Marvel. I'm not big into comics, and I don't know any Marvel or any sports history. So, the the digs about him being a team switcher that was because he went from city to like LeBron James goes. He went from Cleveland
1: to Miami, back to Cleveland, back to now to LA. L.A. and uh, really happened.
0: Yeah, okay, that's okay. I didn't know that, but I can assume from the opening that he kept switching team. That was why they call him a team switcher. I I got you. And and that's not again. I don't know, but that's not LeBron. LeBron doesn't have a family, right? (laughs) Oh, does he does have a family. family. Is that his wife and his kids? That is not his wife and kids. Okay.
1: No, They are represented by people with that are given the same name. His wife's name is Savannah. His uh, first son is LeBron James uh, Jr. And then Dominic. And I don't remember what their daughter's name is. But, yeah, those. he
0: really does have a family about okay. that age. Well, I didn't want to do any like – because I, I didn't want to do any – I didn't want to look that up because I feel like that would have been – that would have been a no-brainer for me. Like, well, yeah, of course he uses family, but – that, that is not his family now. That is not his. Okay, noted. That is not his family. And how do we feel about Don Cheadle as Algy Rhythm? Which I thought was an interesting way to say that. But um, I mean, he's fine. Don Cheadle is better than this. Much better. Yes. Much like Don Cheadle is like Academy Award-winning level, and this was to me. This was like, this is Don Cheadle really. Did he does he really need a paycheck right now? Is he not making enough money from Marvel yeah, stuff? I
1: mean, he might have a deal with Warner Brothers though.
0: Or maybe he wanted to do it. I mean, I could see that if LeBron's in, maybe maybe, maybe yeah, LeBron maybe he's, he's LeBron, LeBron, maybe they're buddies or something. Maybe, maybe he's a huge LeBron fans like LeBron. Maybe. I want to be that guy. Yeah, the, honest to God though, that stuff matters. No, it really does. And I I don't and Sue Bird, Anthony Davis, Damian Lillard, these right. are all very famous players, right? Yep, game okay. time. Yeah, I they, love Damian
1: Lillard. One of my favorite NBA players.
0: And they were the they were the goons, yep. the the stand in for the Monstars. Um Did you think that the the spider one was a little creepy? Yes.
1: Well, I mean, <laughs> you know, since uh, we've talked about some of Grace and stuff, I do want to talk about the second half breakdown that uh, the shutout that the uh, tune's pitch of allowing the other team to score zero points while scoring a thousand points of their own.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean it's. That is not basketball. I mean, not that Space 96 no, they play basketball but like this was this was just again, it wasn't I don't understand why they made some of the decisions that they made. Um Yeah, I just I can see why they made the animation style. They 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 didn't they made them look better. Although I didn't I didn't think they looked better.
1: The the 3D animated style was weird to me. I think it was
0: super weird. Like it just it looked more fake than the other ones did. Yeah. I think it's unnecessary.
1: I guess. I don't know.
0: I, I did Zen, 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 Zen Zendaya, Zendaya voiced, voiced Lola Bola. Z- yeah. Yep. That was a good choice for her, I thought. I thought you Lola fine. was. I mean, Lola was Lola from, I mean, Lola has been Lola several times now since Space Jam. Yep. Again, I don't see, I mean, if you love the first Space Jam, there's probably, probably, I'm saying there isn't. I'm not saying there is, but probably a space in your heart for this movie, but it's not for me. I don't have i mean yeah. i will never watch this i cannot see me ever watching this movie ever again up until recently when i
1: watched the original space jam again space jam had a spot in my heart of like a good fun movie i remember as a kid but now i'm just like goddamn,
0: <laughs> why like why did i yeah i mean i and this kind of undoes the fondness i had for the and it doesn't undo it but it just it makes it like i eh, the second one sucked
1: but you know yeah. what? Though, in all in all honesty, when I when I'm watching a movie 25 years after it came out and remembering how 14 year old me liked it, I look at myself and be like, "You're an idiot."
0: <laughs> well, it just you grow so, I mean You're just such a different person when you are 14. Yeah, 21. but you know what? Also, movies I loved when I was 14, like Happy Gilmore. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that shit is still funny. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's true. Happy Gilmore, Black Sheep, yep. Comet, Tommy Boy, mm-hmm. classic. Yeah. Still funny. Yeah, Space Jam just didn't – it just didn't – and like there's nothing else ever is going to itch that Space Jam itch because nothing else will ever be Space Jam. No, I swear
1: to God if we get a third Space
0: Jam movie. Well, I mean it's doing so much money. They may – I mean Warner Brothers is all about the money, so. Yeah, I I don't know, man. Oh, man. I I just – I have such a hard – I have such a problem with what they did with this movie and I can't – it just – it looks good. I mean – it looks but pretty you know, like the
1: animation is overdone. Like we just talked about the, they, when they 3d modeled the tunes,
0: why, why do we need that? We, I mean, the whole thing about space jam is it's, it's nostalgic to so many people. And then you undo the nostalgia when you make it look better. You know, it's just, no. I don't know, it's just, it's a weird one, but let's move to score. It, I, I guess is Um, I'll, I'll go first. I mean, this is for, for me, this is a disappointing three and a half. Hmm. Because, like, again, I've said it a, a time, and time again. I, was, I still, you know, I like the original Space Jam. There's got to play some. I was obsessed with Space Jam. My VHS was so worn out when I was that when I was younger. I just, this is man, not what what eleven year old me would be pissed if this if I saw this movie then. <laughs> um, well, I mean, I'm not going to score too far off
1: you. I'm going to give it a three. Um, this. At one point, I'm like, "What the hell is going on here?" And obviously, I have to suspend belief because I know what I'm watching. But like, I didn't care about this movie at all after after like their little cameo through their little drive through the Warnerverse or whatever the hell they're calling it. I'm
0: like, "What is going on here?" <laughs> it's just it's just a bunch of pretty things that are thrown at you a million miles an hour. But I so mean- like, how that stuff is kind of
1: clever. It's completely unnecessary. And why in God's name is this movie two hours long? I don't know. That's a good question. So you know what's funny? And I thought about this because, like I said, I watched this at home. At halftime of the basketball game, okay, when they're down like a 1,000 points. Okay.
0: (laughs) Down a 1,000. Yeah, yeah. I just remember laughing because it's so unrealistic.
1: But, yeah. So at halftime, I paused the movie to go to the restroom. There were – Forty-two minutes remaining. <laughs> yeah. in this film, forty-two.
0: I paused it around the same time. As I was like, "There's really forty-five minutes left in this movie." What the gross? Fuck? Yeah, it was just even from like the, the first opening minutes. It was to me. it was like, "What is going on in this movie?" Yeah, it's like, ugh. Oh come goodness. on, man. Like, yeah, I'm. It's uh-huh. a very, a very disappointing three and a half for me.
1: Yeah, combined six and a half, and I'm sure Chris gave it a two. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, Chris's kids may have thought differently, but I, I, I can't oh. see kids like... Well, kids don't, don't have that nostalgia that nostalgic hook that we do.
1: I don't even know if you'd take a 10-year-old now and be like, you ever seen Space
0: Jam? <laughs> you go see the like, I don't think that's a movie you'd show them anymore, is it? I don't think so. I and mean, even, like, the audience you're shooting for... Some of those references, like Casablanca, for example, yeah, I like, Yeah,
1: I, that's the other thing, too, is who is this movie made for?
0: It's, I mean, is it made for people who were, you know, 10 to 15 then and are now 30, 35 to 37 now? Like, is that who it's made for? Yeah, no,
1: I don't know. I just don't know. Because
0: the movie, like, went... The pacing was pretty much the same, how, it, like, no one asked questions. They just... They play basketball, and like, oh, I gotta get my gear and play basketball. You know, it's just the same silly, no one asked any questions and... Again, no. when they get sucked into tune, and I get it. You're not going to ask me questions, but I don't know. I just – I think it was a failure, but that's – unfortunately, that's what it was to me. Was so is life. <laughs> it's just a movie that just didn't live up to the nostalgic of the first one. But it's unfortunate, but that's what happened. Yeah. All right. This has been a shorter episode of 236 of four. the Love of Cinema. Each new episode posts every Tuesday morning at 5 a.m. and on the podcast service of your choice of the following five iTunes, Podbean, Google Play, Spotify, Amazon Music. Please leave a comment or two, rate, subscribe, every little bit helps. More importantly, thank you very much for listening. We love your patronage. Thank you. Check us out the show on Twitter at Love Cinema Pod. I am at Grayson Maxwell One. I am at Rod Stillion. And Chris is Christopher Bond. He's there if you want to find them. Don't forget to check out the page on Facebook and uh, check us out there and also on YouTube and send us an email to For the Love of Cinema Podcast at gmail.com. And next week, we're taking a look at what I hoped was going to be old Snake Eyes, but it's old and Snake Eyes, G.I. Joe Origins separated, unfortunately. Mm. Mm. Are you excited for either one of those movies? I, I, I gotta ask.
1: Um, if I say no, will you just hard cut...